Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I'm bringing you today's word for October 27th, 2022. I'm teaching a series entitled Pursuing Grace-Based Success. I trust that this series has been a blessing to you. We want to become a success. We want to do it God's way. We want to do it by God's grace. We want to do it for God's glory. We want to walk in the fullness of the divine assignment that God has called us to for such a time as this. I do need to let you know that tomorrow I'm traveling to Texas to preach this weekend, So, and I have an early morning flight, so this will be the last message for the week. So when I release you in this message, uh, at the end, I'm going to be releasing you into the weekend. What I normally do on Fridays, I'll be doing it today, all right? All right, so let's get into the message for this morning. This is Pursuing Grace-Based Success, part 29. The title of today's message is, When You Walk in Your Purpose, You Are Unstoppable. Put this in the chat. I am unstoppable. Say that and believe it. I'm going to teach you that you can be unstoppable. When you walk in your divine purpose, put in the chat, I am unstoppable. Now, I'm not saying that you're unstoppable because of you. I'm not saying that you're unstoppable because you're awesome or because of your wisdom or because of your power or because of your strength. I'm saying that you are nothing. I am nothing. But with God, we can do all things. So when God is on us and in us and with us and for us and God is flowing through us and God is giving us the words and God is performing the work and we are the human conduit of the divine and it's not about me and it's all about you and God is speaking through my vocal cords and thinking through my mind and operating through my limbs and I'm going into every meeting, every conversation, all the activity I engaging on a daily basis, I'm jumping on Zoom calls, knowing that it's God speaking through me, then yes, at that point, you are unstoppable because you're not the one that's doing it. So when you yield to God, listen, God is unstoppable. And when you yield to God and God flows through you, you will be unstoppable as well. We're about to talk about it. It's going to be a blessing for you. Get ready for the word. All right, so let's get ready for the word this morning. You can put it in the chat as well. Another thing you're going to learn today, that the only one, the only person that can stop you is you. Put it in the chat. The, the only person that can stop me is me. And I'm going to teach you not to stop yourself. But as long as you are flowing with God and allowing God to flow through you, you are unstoppable. Our foundational scriptures, let's get through those. Ephesians chapter 2, verses 8 through 10, the Bible says, I mean that you were saved by grace because you believe. Now, you didn't save yourself. It was a gift from God. You're not saved by the things that you've done, so you have nothing to boast about. God has made us what we are. I have nothing to boast about. All my boast is in him. God has made me what I am. Say, say that. Say, God has made me what I am. Everything I am, everything I, I'm not, it all belongs to him. God has made us what we are. Now, in Christ Jesus, God made us a new creation so that we could spend the remainder of our days doing the good works that God had before ordained for us to do. So say that. I have work to do. I have work to do. You have work to do. There's some good works that you are supposed to do, that God before ordained for you to do. Now, these are, you're not doing these good works to be saved. You're doing the good works because you're saved. You're not doing these good works to earn God's grace. You're doing these good works by the grace of God. So there are good works that you're supposed to be doing that you're destined to do. There are good works that I'm supposed to be doing that I'm destined to do. And when I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing, and you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, and we're doing it by the grace of God, and we're doing it empowered by God's love and power and grace and favor, guess what? 
you are unstoppable at that point because stopping God, stopping you at that point would mean stopping God and God cannot be stopped. First Corinthians chapter one and verse 30, 30 and 31, the Bible says, God has united you with Christ Jesus. For our benefit, God made him Jesus to become wisdom itself. Now, so we have access to wisdom from above. Not only that, but because of Jesus, you have been made right with God. So say, I am the righteousness of God by faith. So I'm the righteousness of God. I have access to wisdom. Then the text says, God also made me pure. God also made me holy. God also freed me from sin. So I have all of this because of Jesus. None of it is because of me. The text says, therefore, you don't have anything to boast about. If you're going to boast, your boast needs to be in the Lord. Say it's all about him. Verse uh, and then 2 Timothy 1 and 9, the Bible says, God saved us and called us. He didn't just save me. If you're saved, he didn't just save you. You're going to heaven. But if all God wanted for you to do was go to heaven and you're born again, then you would be dead. The fact that you're still here means that there's purpose still locked up inside of you. So God saved us and called us with a holy calling. Now, this, this holy calling is so that my life could be about something that's bigger than me. And so he didn't do this. He didn't save me and call me with a holy calling because of me. It was not based on my own works. It was a, based on his own purpose and grace. God gave me the purpose and the grace for the purpose. God gave me the assignment and the grace for the assignment. He gave me both in Christ Jesus. He gave me both in Christ Jesus before the beginning of time. Say, I'm not a mistake. You're not a mistake. We're here for God's reason. God's purpose. So in this series, I trust that you've been learning about success, right? You've been learning about how to become a success in this world, how to become a success in life. And I keep driving home the point that your success or your prosperity is tied to your purpose. Outside of God's purpose, you will never become a success in God's eyes because God sent you to this planet for a specific and tailor-made assignment. That is your divine purpose. So that said, I'm not going to say uh, that I know a bunch of things. I'm far from perfect. I don't claim to know it all, but I've learned a few things as I've been walking with God. Let me just share a few things with you as I set up the, the stage for the message this morning. Here's a few things that kind of set the stage. First of all, there is a God. Say, there is a God. There is a God. And so I know that there's a God. I know that I'm not him. And the existence of God does not negate the existence of Satan. I don't know why, but I, I grew up in a family where whenever I would talk about like, you know, if I brought up Satan or the opposition from Satan, they would be like, ooh, no, you know, like there are people that say that they love God and they, they read the Bible, but they don't believe in Satan and they don't believe in hell. I'm not saying I believe in Satan like I have faith in Satan, but there is a Satan, right? There is an, an enemy. There is, a, there is opposition and, and there is a hell. And Jesus said that, that the majority of the people are going to go there. It's unfortunate. So the existence of God does not negate the existence of Satan. Now, God birthed us for a reason. That reason is, is his divine purpose, and Satan can't stop us long as, as long as we walk with God in, in that divine assignment. So humans, you and I, every human pretty much, has an innate desire to win in life. Like, like at the end of the day, humans want to be successful. It's, it's innate. It, it is birthed inside of us. We, we have this innate desire to succeed. Like we want to, to feel like we are contributing to the planet. We want to feel like we're doing something that's important. We want to feel like that we are, you know, like we're adding value to this world. And so for you to truly succeed, I've taught you many times that you have to find it, follow it and finish it. You have to discover your divine assignment, develop in your divine assignment, and then deploy 
into your divine assignment and you will never be a success outside of that divine assignment. So pursuing purpose for us is, is the focus, is the goal. However, pursuing purpose does not mean that you will be exonerated from challenges. Remember, there is an enemy and the enemy gets a vote. And so you will not be exonerated from challenges. As a matter of fact, I've taught you that your divine, uh, your divine purpose, watch this, it actually attracts more opposition than it repels. Let me say that again. Your divine purpose attracts more opposition than it repels. So yes, in some cases, the purpose of God on your life will push people and push opposition away. But in many cases, it's going to attract opposition from the enemy because the greater the assignment, the greater the attack. So the goal is for you to become a human conduit of the divine. Well, say this, say, I am, put that in the chat. I am a human conduit of the divine. So what I am is I am walking around, I'm a housing, right? I'm not the, I'm not the content, but I'm the container. And God put his treasure inside of this earthen vessel so that the excellency of the power and the glory will be of God and not of me. And so I am not the content. I'm just merely the container. And I'm the container that's walking around with God on the inside. Say, God is in me. I'm walking around with God on the inside of me, and I am taking God with me into every meeting, conversation, and activity. I'm taking God with me on a Zoom call and a Google Meet and a WebEx. And so when I'm taking God with me into the room, watch this, I become a human conduit of the divine. The power of God is able to flow through me because I am a conduit of it. I'm not the generator of it. I'm not the manufacturer. I'm the distribution center. So all I'm doing is allowing the power of God, say God flows through me. Put that in the chat. God is flowing through me. There's a level of grace and favor and power and anointing that is flowing through me. Why? Because I'm a conduit of God on this planet. So with that in mind, I'm just setting the stage. I want you to know that when you become a human conduit of the divine, and when you yield to God and you get out of the way, you become unstoppable. Because at that point, stopping God, uh, stopping you would mean stopping God and God cannot be stopped. So, so what does this mean for you today? I'm going to give you a few examples of people who were unstoppable. I'm going to give you a few examples of people who literally became unstoppable because they, they agreed with God. They believed what God believed about them. They embraced the grace to walk in the fullness of their divine assignment. You ready? It'll be quick. It'll be just a few. All right, here we go. Number one, Joseph. Let's talk about Joseph. Joseph was unstoppable. Let's think about it for a minute. Ten. Joseph had 10 brothers who wanted to kill him. Joseph had 10 brothers who despised him because of the dream of God and the call of God that, that was on his life. They wanted to kill him because they wanted to kill the dream. They said, let's, let's kill this boy. Then what will become of his dream? And so the attack, I've told you many times, the attack is against the assignment. So they wanted to kill him because they wanted to kill the dream. So he had 10 ruthless brothers who were, who were against him. But watch this. 10 brothers couldn't stop him. A sex-hungry wife, right? His boss's wife wanted sex with him. He didn't want to do it. And he abstained from it. And he walked in holiness and purity. A sex-hungry hungry wife couldn't stop him. The prison couldn't stop him. Uh, over 20 years of waiting couldn't stop him. At the end of the day, his dream came to pass. It took him over 20 years, but he was promoted from prisoner to prime minister. 
in a moment. He got to walk in the fullness of his divine assignment. He was the number two man in all of Egypt. The dream of God was manifested. His brothers were bowing before him. And he was able to say, what you meant for evil, God turned it around for my good. Why? Because he was unstoppable. No human could stop on earth what our God in heaven had destined for Joseph. Since Joseph believed what God believed about him, he became unstoppable and he became the man that he was destined to be. He went through the pit phase. He went through the Potiphar phase. He went through the prison phase. And ultimately he got to enjoy the palace phase because he never gave up. He never caved in and he never quit. Put this in the chat. There's no quit in me. As long as you don't give up, as long as you don't cave in, as long as you don't quit, as long as there's no quit in you, you will be unstoppable. Number two was David. Say David. David was unstoppable. Listen, let's think about David for a minute. Here, he had to face a giant. The giant couldn't stop him. He had to face an angry king. The angry king Saul couldn't stop him. Saul was an angry king and he had a cold-blooded army. He had, think about this for a minute. David was basically a young boy. He was, he was 17 years old when the call of God came on his life. Saul had an entire army looking for David. Saul had an entire army on a seek and destroy mission looking for David, and God kept shielding and protected David for his divine assignment. Saul tried to kill David for 13 long years. David even got to the point where one time his men turned on him. He cried till he didn't have any tears left. He cried till he didn't even know what to do. He had to encourage himself in the Lord his God, but in the end, God protected him for his purpose. In the end, God shielded and protected him for his divine assignment. And after 13 long years, what happened? David became the king of Judah. Seven years after that, David became the king of the unified Israel. It took 20 years for the dream to come to pass, but it came to pass. What the prophet Samuel said in David's house in front of his brothers, you will become the next king of Israel. It finally came to pass. Why? Because nothing could stop him. Saul couldn't stop him. The enemy couldn't stop him. Matter of fact, the enemy of their enemies couldn't stop him. Even when David was on the wrong side, he couldn't be stopped. When he was in Ziklag, he could not be stopped. When he was in the cave of Adullam, he could not be stopped. Why? Because he never gave in, he never caved in, and he never gave up. And so as a believer, as long as you don't quit, as long as you keep moving forward, forward ever, backward never, the best is yet to come. You want to become a success? What you have to do is you have to believe God. An army could not find him. A giant could not kill him. A reigning king could not stop him. And that's how it is when God is on you and in you and with you and for you. The only person that can stop you is you. And you stop yourself when you give up. You stop yourself when you cave in. You stop yourself when you quit. But you already put it in the chat. There's no quit in me. Just as long as you don't quit, there's nothing that Satan can do to stop you. Number three, let's talk about Gideon. Gideon was unstoppable. Gideon led, it was, it was, it's crazy to think about these numbers. Gideon led 300 men to victory against approximately 135,000 men. So to put it in, in like modern contemporary terms, in military terms for today, Gideon had, let's use army terms for today. Gideon had a battalion minus size element. It wasn't even a full battalion. He had 300 people. He had a battalion minus size element 
and he was up against at least two cores, right? So two, let's say two cores and each core with five divisions. So two cores, 10 divisions against a battalion minus <laughs> size element. And guess what? The 300 won. It was 300 against about 135,000 men. And at the end of the day, Gideon was unstoppable. You say this, say me plus God equals victory. Me plus God equals victory. Every time God caused the enemy, the 135,000, to turn on each other and they wound up killing themselves. Listen, with the enemy, the enemy will rise up against you and it would be better that they never put your name in their mouth. And he caused the enemy to turn on each other and they kill themselves and Gideon and his 300 men came out victorious. The only person who could have stopped Gideon was Gideon. <laughs> and so, so it, he could have stopped Gideon with his, un, he could have stopped himself with his unbelief. When he went through the whole, hey, make this wet, make this dry, make this dry, make this wet. I don't know, God, is that you? See, listen, the only person who can stop you is you when you're operating in fear and doubt and unbelief. But as a believer, as long as you keep believing God, as long as you keep your faith switch in the on position, there's no quit in you. There's no way you can lose. Say this, say and put it in the chat. The only way I can lose is if I quit. But see, there's no quit in me. The only way I can lose is if I quit, but I'm not going to quit. This series is about success. The reason why I will become a success in God's eyes is because I am going to push through all the opposition. Watch this. If it doesn't look like I'm winning, then obviously the battle is not over. It's only going to be, it, it will only be over if I quit and there's no quit in me. So I'm going to keep pushing. I'm going to keep striving. I'm going to keep going until I overcome because I'm an overcomer. Say amen to that. Number four, Paul. Paul was unstoppable. Listen, when you look at Paul, it's crazy. There were floggings, stonings, shipwrecks, imprisonments, deadly snakes, and none of that could stop Paul. None of Paul's attitude. I love his attitude. Here's his attitude. Hey, let me tell y'all something. For me to live is Christ. Okay. Then it was like, okay, wait, what did he say? To live is Christ. Oh, well, guess what, Paul? Since you said to live is Christ, boom, we're going to kill you. He said, that's cool too. Because for me to die is gain. And they're like, oh, wait a minute. Hold on for a minute. What did he say? To live is Christ. Uh, then we said we was going to kill him. Wait a minute. Then he said to die is gain. Okay. Hmm. I don't know. Okay, Paul, fine. So, 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 so this is what we're going to do. We're not, we're, we're not going to kill you, uh, 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 but we're going to make you suffer. He said, I, I'm cool with that too. Why? Because I reckon that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. In other words, if you let me live, I'm going to serve the Lord. If you kill me, I'm going on to glory. If you make me suffer, I get a bigger crown when I get there. But there's nothing you can do to make me stop. I am unstoppable. I have this attitude that I am going to keep pressing through uh, forward ever. Listen, I I'm fully persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, neither height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate me from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus, my Lord. Paul was like forward ever, backward never. The best is yet to come. The apostle Paul made the greatest impact 
in the world of the first century church outside of Jesus. He was the most impactful human, but he went through the most hell too. Why, but why did he do it? He kept going. He faced the most opposition, but he never gave up. He never caved in and he never quit. The devil was furiously and feverishly trying to stop Paul. The devil was getting him in and out of jail. The devil was, was throwing him into shipwrecks three times. He was shipwrecked one time. He, he held on to a piece of wood all night and all day in the middle of the ocean, like, like it was a movie or something. Another time, a poisonous snake bit him and he had to shake it off. I'm telling you, nothing the devil was able to do could make Paul stopped. Paul just kept going and he was unstoppable because the grace, listen, when the grace of God is on you, the only way you can lose is if you quit. Say there's no quitting me. Number five, Jesus. We know Jesus was unstoppable. Satan could not stop Jesus. He wanted to. He tried, but he couldn't stop Jesus. Uh, he even tried, watch this. He even tried to get Jesus to pledge his allegiance to him willingly. He even tried to get Jesus. He said, I will give you all the kingdoms of this world if you will bow down to me. And, and he was not capable of stopping Jesus. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, had the princes of this world known what they were doing, they would have never crucified the Lord of glory. They, When they were killing Jesus, Satan and his imps were throwing a party. They was like, we got him now. Watch this. When they were killing Jesus, they thought they were winning. But 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 it was like Bishop T.D. Jakes preached a message one time entitled The Blood Trap. And I was there. I, actually, I was in Texas if you watch that video, the blood trap, I'm in that video and the camera comes to me. I was there. He talked about the blood trap. He said, when, 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 when the princes of this world thought they were killing Jesus, they thought they were winning. They were having a party. But when the first drop of blood hit the ground, it sealed their fate. Listen, let me tell you something. What, what, what they thought was winning, killing Jesus became, became the catalyst for eternal life. The death of Jesus became the catalyst for eternal life, for everyone everywhere. Jesus said, unless a kernel of corn falls into the ground and dies, it remains yet alone. But if it falls into the ground and dies, boom, it can create a harvest. He was talking about himself. He says, I'm going to go down into the earth like a kernel of corn and I'm going to die. And when I come up, boom, I'm going to create a harvest. And while he was on the earth, Jesus was the only begotten of the father. He was the only one. But once he went down into the ground and died and he came up, boom, now he's the firstborn amongst many, many, many brothers and sisters. When he was on the earth, it was just Jesus. But once he became that colonel, bam, and he reaped the harvest. Now, watch this. All of us get to say, as Jesus is, so am I in this world. The devil thought he was stopping him, but he couldn't stop him. Listen, what, he, what the devil thought was their greatest victory became their greatest defeat, which leads me to you as I close. You are unstoppable. Say, I am unstoppable. What happened with Jesus will happen with you. What happened with Jesus will happen with you. The more Satan attacks you, the stronger you will become. The more Satan attacks you, the more grace you will embrace and the stronger you will become. If the devil knew any better, he would leave you alone. Who glory to God. Satan cannot stop you. He cannot stop God's purpose for your life. Satan cannot stop a man or woman who is submitted to God walking in their divine assignment. Satan, what he can do, though, is try to get you frustrated. 
What Satan wants you to do, he wants to get you frustrated so you can quit. The, Satan knows he can't stop you, but, but you can stop you if you quit. So Satan tries to get you frustrated. He tries to get you disillusioned. He, he tries to get you to the point where you are in despair. He tries to get you focused on the wrong things. To be clear, Satan cannot stop you, but you can stop yourself if you quit. Say this, there's no quitting in me. And so, so if you ever get to the point where you want to give up, where you, you wind up quitting and you walk away from your divine purpose. There are pastors that walk away from churches every day. There are people that are committing suicide who love God. Listen, if you commit, if you just walk away, you cave in, you quit, you give up on your assignment, you, you walk away from your purpose, you commit suicide, Satan did not stop you. You stopped you. So in closing, let me tell you something. My message is simple. The only way you can lose is if you quit. But if you listen to me, I'm not gonna let you quit. Never give up, never cave in, never quit. I I'm going to keep encouraging you. Say this, say this, say, I will not lose because I refuse to quit. Say, say, walking with God makes me unstoppable. See, the only way you can lose is if you quit and I will not lose because I refuse to quit. Say amen to that. Glory to God. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. This was good. I want to encourage you this morning. You are unstoppable when you're walking with God, when God is on you, in you, with you, and for you. Say amen to that. All right, let's close this out with a declaration of faith. Speak this over your life. Say, Father, I thank you for teaching me about grace-based success. I am now convinced that my prosperity is connected to my purpose. You made plans for me before the world began. Along with those plans, you also made the provision for everything I need to do what I'm called to do. I only struggle when I'm outside of my assignment. When I'm flowing though in alignment, I may face opposition, but I do so by your grace. You empower me to overcome every attack and still love every attacker. I'm not moved by the enemy by his attacks, or even by the attackers. I walk in love, in peace, and in my purpose. As I do, by faith, I declare that I am unstoppable. The enemy cannot stop you. Therefore, when you are flowing through me, the enemy cannot stop me. Because at that point, stopping me would mean stopping you and you cannot be stopped. Father, you are on me, in me, with me, and for me. So greater is coming for me. I declare this by faith in Jesus' name. Amen. This is today's word. Please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, please go to todaysword.org. Click on the big red subscribe button. You're going to get all my notes in your email inbox every day for free. Listen, I told you I'm not going to share a message tomorrow. So this will be the last message. I'm sending you off into the weekend, but I will be back on Monday morning. Do me a favor. First of all, if you're not getting the notes and you get the, all my notes for free, go to todaysword.org, click on the big red subscribe button, put in your email address. You're going to get all my notes in your email inbox every day for free. Also, do me a favor. Leave me some comments in the chat if this message was a blessing to you. And then share this message right now 
on your social media, on your timeline, and with your friends. I love you and God loves you more. Have an amazing day. Have an amazing Friday. Have an amazing weekend. The best is yet to come. God bless you. If you enjoyed this content and you would like to learn more about our ministry or you would like to partner with our ministry, please visit ripministries.org. You will learn there what we're doing in the Caribbean, providing a Christ-based education to Haitian children in the Dominican Republic. We also provide them a hot meal every day. If you would like to partner with us, click on the donate button. All the donations are tax deductible in the United States. If you don't have my book, Level Up Your Life, go to rickpina.co and get the book today. From rickpina.co, you'll also see that I have journals and I also have some other products and apparel and etc. all centered around the grace life. And then lastly, if you enjoy this content, but you want direct access to Isabella and I, the Lord impressed it upon my heart for Isabella and I to start mentoring people, giving people access to us to be able to ask us questions. We're answering questions about ministry, about missions, nonprofit, for-profit. I'm addressing things as far as how I preach, our approach to preaching. We're putting out private content just for a specific group in the Patreon. So please visit patreon.com forward slash Rick Pina if you're interested in this material. Have an amazing day.